we'd like to welcome you to our emergency freedom alerts for October 31st, 2022. I'll go ahead and open us up with the uh, strategic warfare prayer, and more appropriate now than probably any other day, meaning that, you know, we're at the apex of all the high satanic holidays, Halloween. And uh, so this is pretty appropriate for for October 31st. So I'll go ahead and open us up here. Father God in heaven, in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, we come against and oppose all satanic operations, manipulations, subversions, tactics, and plans which are designed to hinder, prevent, or frustrate God's original plans and purposes from their swift manifestation taking place in their correct time and season. We come against all satanic alliances and confederations worldwide. Let every effort and endeavor of theirs fail. Cause the news media to be caught in their own lying and manipulation so that only truth can be brought forth. We ask that every satanic strategy of prohibition and limitation placed upon the body of Christ by the dark side shall not prevail. We pray that all invisible, invisible walls of opposition, restriction, and delay will be exposed and destroyed. O Lord, confound the devices and the wicked plans of the enemy that they have crafted, so that their hands are not able to perform their evil enterprise. Save those that can be saved, O Lord, but those that cannot be saved, overtake them in their own crafty and devious ways. Let them fall into their own pits that they have dug for the righteous. Let the fire of God devour them. Let them turn on and consume one another and have them in total confusion and derision. We loose the hosts of heaven to war against the hosts of darkness and to bring an end to all deceptive, secretive, and destructive measures designed to destroy all of God's creation and defile the world. According to 1 John 3, 8, for this reason was the Son of God made manifest that he would destroy the works of the enemy. Father God, overrule all strategies, tactics, and curses of the enemy by the power of Jesus Christ and his shed blood, and overthrow all spoken words, enchantments, divinations, spells, hexes, vexes, curses, witchcraft prayers, and every idle word spoken contrary to God's original plans and purposes, according to Isaiah 54:17, and break the curses associated with all these ceremonies, rituals, utterances, and destroy their plans to bring about a chaotic, bloody revolution in worldwide, and to usher in martial law in the New World Order. Father God, we pray that their plans shall be uncovered and shall not prevail and shall be frustrated and unable to achieve any impact and that their wickedness and violent verbal dealings would return upon their own heads according to Psalm 716. Father God, we humbly ask you to reveal every hidden agenda, plan, and cover-up in the secret shadow government regarding their attempts to manipulate end-time events that would lead to the destruction of your Christians and the innocent. Please send divine, powerful, angelic forces against their diabolical plans to expose and destroy them. We dispatch legions of warring angels and any other kind of, kinds of angels that are necessary to enforce your perfect will on the United States of America and then upon all the earth as well. Release your divine strategies and revelations upon any righteous person in government worldwide. Fill them with your Holy Spirit and cause your divine wisdom and courage to come upon them. Cause them to be turned, cause them to be like a holy trumpet shedding light upon the dark hidden secrets of the wicked. Send a spirit of confusion amongst the camp of the enemy. Let their tongues be divided, and when they communicate, let it be incoherent and misunderstood. Arrest those that operate in the spirit of Jezebel or Belial and all other wicked spirits and cause them to be caught in their own lies and conspiracies. Let them not be able to resist the spirit of truth or gain any ground in the natural or spiritual realm. Cause every evil spirit that is released from their diabolical assignments to be cast into the abyss, until which time they then be cast into the lake of fire, and that none would be able to come to take their place. Please cause these these prayers and all future prayers to take on the characteristics of divine projectiles in the spirit realm so that they will accomplish your perfect will. We seal this prayer by the blood of the Lamb and ask all these things in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ we pray. Amen.
Okay, so getting right into it, um, the um, first report is Israeli rabbi says he's already holding meetings with their awaited Messiah, who is the Antichrist, because that's, that's you know, that's just from a biblical standpoint, <laughs> that's who they're waiting for. Now, they would never admit that, uh, but Jesus Christ said that, and he alluded to this, and I've said this verse many times, regarding when he was contending with the Pharisees and Sadducees, that when he said to them, he says, me, you're going to reject. He says, but there's going to be one that comes that you will accept, that you will say is, is your Messiah, because that's how Jesus Christ came. He came to his own, and his own received him not. That's what the Bible says in 1 John, meaning he came to his own, the Jews, in that particular, he was born into that lineage. Um, and his own received him not. So the Bible clearly predicts this was going to be the case, and... Um, they're awaiting, evidently, with bated breath, their awaited Messiah, um, who's actually the Antichrist. Rabbis are afraid to leave the country lest they miss their Messiah's coming. That's how bad it is, evidently, for some of them. A recent interview on the Israeli, uh, and again, this isn't being anti-Semitic or anything, I'm just stating facts. I, I'm, I'm, I take a very balanced approach when it comes to Israel, and um, I look at both sides of that issue and try to biblically and it's so easy to look at biblically and ferret out the truth okay uh, the problem is is there's a lot of ministries and they get on one bandwagon or another one bandwagon being oh the Jews are all evil they're all wicked they're all cursed and um, now those are the ones that tend towards British Israelism and replacement theology and preterism well, then you have the, the black Hebrew Israelites that believe there that there, there's a lot of that going on, and that that's a lot of times their motivating factor for wanting that, wanting to believe that that all the Jews that God's totally done with them, that there's no more. But and there's all these verses, and particularly in the New Testament, where it's like, what do you do with all these verses? You know, like in Romans and stuff, where it talks about the Jews that God's not done with them. And these types of things. And that blindness in part is happened to Israel, as it clearly states in the New Testament, until the fullness of the Gentiles come in. And um, you go to Zechariah and, and when they're going to get their eyes open and they're going to look upon the one whom they've pierced, meaning Jesus Christ, and mourn for him as one that mourns for his only begotten son. Granted, that will only be one third of the Jews because that's all that will be left. And those one third, the book of Zechariah says God's going to bring, you know, through basically the tribulation, um, like silver is refined and he's going to purge out the dross and there's going to be one third of them that come through near the end of the tribulation that are going to finally get their eyes open. Now, I'm not saying there's not Jews right now that are, aren't saved. I'm not saying that at all, but from a corporate, more majority standpoint, but two thirds of the Jews are going to die in the tribulation according to Zechariah. So it's not like they've got some easy road ahead of them or anything. Only one-third is going to make it, and then they'll get their eyes open. And that's that's more toward the end of the tribulation. I've gotten in all this before. And then there's the other sect that, like, the John Hagee crowd and this, that believe that the Jews can do no wrong, the Christian Zionism, which a lot of our government is yoked up with, um, the Jews can do no wrong. They, there's no need for that to try to even witness to them. They're saved just by the blood that runs through their vein. It's veins is called ethnic salvation. I've done reports on all of this before. 
um, both sides, both sides. I try to take a as, as balanced biblical approach when it comes to the Jews or Israel as I can. Um, but this guy, this Israeli rabbi says he's already holding holding meetings, evidently, with the Antichrist. Maybe he is. I don't know. <laughs> no, it's. I know one thing. We're 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 very close to that point when the Antichrist and the false prophet are going to be revealed, and um, so. From a biblical standpoint, yes, very, very near. A recent interview on Israeli radio featured prominent rabbis explaining that the Messiah is just about to reveal himself. Rabbi Yaakov Zizholtz told religious broadcasters Radio 2000 that Rabbi Cham Konevsky, who passed away earlier this year, had told him that he was already in direct contact with the Messiah. To understand why religious Jews are taking this seriously, it is important to know that Rabbi Kanevsky was considered one of the two or three top rabbis of the ultra-Orthodox Jewish community in Israel before he passed away. And Rabbi Zisholtz says that Kanevsky and others of the mystical concealed rabbis, ooh, whoever, whatever, there's a link there, the concealed rabbis have tasked him with informing the public of the Messiah's imminent arrival. Now, remember the you know anything anytime you're going to get into the talk of Jewish um, religious practices, ultra orthodox, Hasidic, and all the you're dealing with some of the biggest Christ-hating people on the planet. They hate Jesus Christ with a passion. You look at their Babylonian Talmud and the blasphemous things it says about Jesus Christ. I have quoted some of the verses before. I'm not going to do it today. They're so blasphemous, so evil, so wicked, so twisted, so perverse. And the things they permit in the Babylonian Talmud, which is one of their main unholy books they go by. Because it's not the Old Testament. <laughs> okay. Because it's just like any other pseudo biblical cult out there at this point i mean jesus christ rebuked them every time he got around it was, it was about the only time you ever saw jesus really get mad typically is when they were around called them serpents and vipers and and you know they added so much to the scriptures and they've gotten even worse since then and all these things they're permitted to do with like little girls and rape and it's just like islam honestly it is i've, I've given you the verses before I've quoted him many times, just he and Rabbi, or um, I'm trying to think of some other, the Talmud, just he and the Talmud, if you want to know more about it. I've done tons of studies on this. Right from their own sources, right from the horse's mouth, you can say I'm anti-Semitic, it's, it's from their unholy books. Then that's not even talking about the Kabbalah, okay, which is the, the highest level of Judaic witchcraft that you could possibly ever conceive Okay, that's intricately tied in with the Talmud. So, evidently, these mystical hidden Jews are also called the 36 Righteous Ones. Um, a notion rooted with the mystical dimensions of Judaism. Hmm. Wow, I never knew about these. The existence of the 36 Righteous Ones is first mentioned, guess where? The Talmud! Oh, wonderful. That blasphemous book of pure wickedness. Anyway, I wasn't really aware of them. I just kind of clicked on that link and um, 
They're the hidden ones, too. Mm. Anyway, uh, let's go back to the report here. I'm going to go too far down that rabbit trail. Uh, going further, these concealed rabbis have tasked him with informing the public of the Messiah's imminent arrival. Now, I've talked a lot about this imminent arrival, I don't know, in the last probably 10 years. I think he's a little bit behind on schedule. But Rabbi Zitzholtz began his explosive three-hour interview with a warning where he said, quote, the process of redemption is about to start happening very quickly and at a fast pace. It is important that people remain calm and steady to act properly in the right time. Then he goes on to say, there is a potential Messiah in every generation. Oh, really? Wow, that's interesting. And there's a and there are righteous men who know precisely who it is now. That's supposedly these 36, right? Even though they've got it wrong, I'm sure, on umpteen occasions. If they were so righteous and so pro prophetically correct, why haven't they got it? Why have they got it wrong so many times is what I should say. The test of a prophet, Deuteronomy 18. Okay, well. They're, they're, they're flunking out for the most part. Because this has been going on a long time. Okay, Swing and a miss. They've, they've got it wrong many, many times. Just like our modern day supposed Christian prophets do all the time. And I've pointed that out a lot in previous studies. So, he says there's a potential Messiah in every generation. There are righteous men who know precisely who it is. This, of course, the true... This is, of course, true in this generation. Then he goes on to say... Getting the word out now that Messiah is closer than ever is a matter of life and death. Okay, so, wow. Right now, the situation is explosive, more than you can possibly imagine. Everyone needs to know whether they are on the inside or they are going to be left out. Well, I guess left out of the Antichrist and the false prophet's inner circle. What, what, are, what are we being left out of? Like... Is it like the seventh circle of hell as opposed to the eighth circle of hell, punishment-wise, or you know, a different spot in the lake of fire? I mean, I I don't know. I mean, where, where, where are we where are we at here? So he went on to reiterate a number of signs of which prominent rabbis have taken note. Oh, and then there's there's a link to that. Oh boy, signs, signs and wonders. Jesus Christ said, "A wicked and an adulterous generation seeketh after a sign." And so many of these pseudo-death cult religions always have all their signs. And you look at the Catholics and, oh, the Lady of Medjugorje and the Lady of Guadalupe and, and whatever, the Fatima things and, you know, oil paintings that leak disgusting smelling oil or, or ones that have tears of blood and all this other weird stigmata garbage that they're always running to and fro seeking after a sign you know the devil's very good at what he does and if you want some parlor tricks um and he can damn your soul to hellfire because you're going to believe in those parlor tricks more than you're going to believe what the word of god says he's more he's more than happy to you know accommodate you on that one is where i stand on the, that whole thing so um so, yeah, he went on to reiterate a number of signs of which prominent rabbis have taken note and that they firmly believe to be evidence of the coming Messiah. So, I just wanted to kind of, you know, let, let you know um, regarding that. I, I see stuff about that kind of semi-frequently. I've talked a lot about the their coming Messiah. You just can't Messiah. 
and you'll see the recent teachings I've done where I talked about this subject because talked quite a bit about in the last two to three years uh, next report it begins the forerunner to the mark of the beast goes mainstream as microchipping of bank cards into the hands start yeah because see that's the that's the whole real premise of the mark of the beast you won't be able to buy sell or trade you know without it without having the, the mark in the right hand it says in the kjv says in a lot of the other versions say on no it's going to be in it's going to be some type of microchip that's why the kjv translated it correctly and it says in in the forehead or in the right hand okay so this is starting already now this is not the mark of the beast but you know this <laughs> for the people that are getting it, it might as well be because i don't i don't think there's a lot of hope they're gonna probably get saved i mean i hope they do but if they're they're already willing to you know do this i don't think there's any fear of god at all in their lives um but it's not obviously we're not in the tribulation yet we're not um to the point where the antichrist and false prophet are commanding humanity you know to get a mark on the right hand or forehead or you won't be able to buy or sell and these types of things and uh, all the banking institutions in the world are not yet yoked up to that type of mark in the right hand or forehead yet obviously we're not near that yet i'm, I'm not i'm saying from a biblical standpoint okay and a biblical timeline standpoint as well so um I'm going to play this little video here. And again, the title of this video, again, is incredibly, I don't like it. It says, it begins, Mark of the Beast goes mainstream. This is not the Mark of the Beast, okay? But so many times, I, I have to change the titles of so many things that I put out because I want them to be biblically accurate. And this is not the Mark of the Beast. But some, like, baby Christian reads this and they're like, oh, this is the Mark of the Beast. No, it's not. It's not even the right timeline. We're not in the tribute. There's all these reasons it's not, but that's the title of it anyway. Um, it begins. The mark of the beast is now going mainstream. The taking tyranny digital by microchipping humans. Watch this video to see the proof that the fulfillment of Bible prophecy is well underway. I'm Gary Franchi, your freedom's at stake. Get the news that impacts America. Tap subscribe right now and help us to preserve it. You won't believe what the globalists are up to now, but if you read the Bible, you know this is to be expected in the end times. They're microchipping humans to buy and sell. In this video, I'm going to show you undeniable proof that this plot is well underway. Don't just sit back and watch. It's time to prepare for spiritual warfare. Now, it's written in the book of Revelation. He causes all, both small and great, both rich and poor, both free and slave, to receive a mark on the right hand or on their foreheads so that no man may buy or sell unless he has the mark that is the name of the beast or the number of his name this is the prophecy unfolding as you watch this report and it's the first time a british man has been microchipped with his bank card the london-based company walletmore implanted arnie strokes bank card in his hand for 350 pounds Microchips from Walletmore will be implanted in the hand and work with digital wallets for contactless payments. Microchips will work with the PureRist app, and the implant procedure will only take about four to five minutes, according to the company. Yeah, they're showing the whole procedure, and this guy's real proud of it. He's holding it up, and he's he's you know he's like this little celebrity, I guess, because he got this. And you think, man, 
if this guy will do this now, I mean, this guy's going to beg for the mark of the beast if he's already willing to step up to the plate and get this thing done. It's now available for $299 to the general public. Here he is using his chipped hand to purchase everyday items. He's at, he's at like a cash register where, it, see, everything's going digital, automated. This is why I've been uh, so emphatic with my listeners over the years to resist, 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 resist going digital whenever possible. Use cash. Don't, don't use these things because the more we all use them, the more we comply, the more they're going to implement it. The more it gives the green light to the global elite who are controlled by Satan, that we're ready for the next phase. And so much of what you see, I mean, online and these types of things, it's just trying to get every, I mean, and all these Fitbit watches and all these rings, I guess you can wear, where it's monitoring you 24-7 and, and the, the smartphones and all of this monitoring, monitoring, and they're portraying it like this. No, they're building a digital prison around you is what they're doing. And the more you comply with the digital prison, the happier Satan is. And it's incremental. It's like putting a frog in the, and this is how they get us to the mark of the beast. To where this wonderfully intelligent person is right now. Where he's like, well, I'd rather just, you know, have all my banking stuff in my hand. I can't lose it that way. And, um, you know, doesn't care about losing a soul into hellfire. And I'm not saying that's what damns him to hellfire, but I'm saying if, if you're if that's of his mindset, I mean this guy's well on his way to hell, okay? Um, and he's at all these machines. I mean, like this machine is like a uh, a vending machine, and it's got like a computer screen, and it's got a way you can scan. I guess your credit card, like the chips. I, a lot of the stuff I haven't really seen here in America yet, not to this extent. And uh, but. Europe is ahead of us with all this stuff. Yeah, he's showing his... He's showing it. I mean, he's he's at different stores and showing how well this satanic chip works in his hand. It's really cool because he's got a star on his wrist and it's a star and you're like, well, that's not, well, that's what Satanists use for, to represent either good or bad witchcraft. And if he were to hold the star up, the way it's oriented, the, the tip is like, if he holds his hand up to his face, the tip is pointing down and that's more of like the, the left hand path, the black witchcraft. That's the way it's, it's the way you're seeing it in the videos. It's with the the tip of it pointing down the arm and that's an inverted what they call uh pentacle whereas a whereas a pentagram is when it has the circle around it this is more of just a star it's like a pentacle is which is what it's called and it's oriented where the tips down so it's more of a so it's, it's really appropriate for for you know him scanning his hand with this inverted uh star pentacle on his wrist Within five minutes, surgeons stitch up the safety pin-sized chip in the side of his hand. Now, the father of two said using the chip takes a bit of learning. 
it's like a normal card, but you have to be more precise with where you tap. It means that I don't have to keep a wallet with me all the time. Now, the World Economic Forum and other globalist cronies want this for the masses. Money implanted into your body for absolute surveillance and control. Now, don't forget that Sweden has already introduced microchipping. More than 4,000 Swedish citizens have microchip implants linked to right. their bank cards. Yeah. Watch. In Sweden, the microchips are already here. The microchip implants use the same technology that's in contactless credit cards, which have made cash pretty much obsolete in Sweden. No cash. I mean, at this time. She's buying something from a street vendor. He's got like a food cart. He's like, no cash. They got you right where they want you. They got you. They so have us right where they want us when we go cashless. Because we can see where it ends up. And that's a right, a chip in your right hand or in your forehead. That's where this all, and, and see all of this is bringing us to that point. This is all conditioning incrementally to get us to that point, which absolutely 100% confirms what the Bible says is coming. Fair, a chipping event for those on the cutting edge, merging their hands. I mean, how could the Bible, think about it. When the Bible was, was put together and, and when those verses in Revelation were penned in, in, in the early church, let's say, you know, first, second, third, I mean, all the way up to the, I don't even know, 1950s, a lot of, uh, for the most part, that probably would have looked like, well, how are they going to pull that off? Uh, we don't even understand that concept. The mark in the right hand, you won't be able to buy or sell. That doesn't even make sense. And yet here we are today, totally full circle, you know, right on the cusp of going into the tribulation from a timeline standpoint. And now it makes total perfect sense. And now we're really seeing the more refined, the intricacies of how this is going to happen all come out with this new technology. This report comes after we expose yet another plot to microchip everyone. The World Economic Forum has come out and said they want to put microchips into your children and you. You heard me correctly. The globalists want to microchip your kids. Mark of the Beast, anyone? A conspiracy theory no more, as the World Economic Forum is full out promoting chip implants for children and adults. And they're attempting to normalize the chip implants like simply getting a hearing aid or a prosthetic limb. World Economic Forum founder Klaus Schwab has a plan to microchip everyone by 2026. And on video, we're gonna show you. He says, at first we will implant them in our clothes, we'll implant them in our brains or on our skin. In the end, maybe there will be direct communication. Watch. Aujourd'hui, Today, at the end of this, we're talking about chips that can be implanted. What, when will that be? Certainly in the next 10 years. And at first, we'll implant them into our clothes. And then we could imagine implanting them in our brains or in our skin. And in the end, maybe there will be a direct communication. You already got one if you got your COVID shot. Because that's what that neurocircuitry is forming. That's what all that nanotech is in the at least partly why it's in there is to establish these networks they're self-replicating they're they're self-assembling we're going to actually if i can get to it today we're going to look at a video on that where this uh doctor examines the uh, one i believe one of the pfizer vials 
and they keep finding out more things and what he does is he, is he puts it on the time lapse meaning he's not just looking at it um in real time he's accelerating it okay and he's showing you what it's actually doing in the shot and it's it's self-assembling or it's i guess they took it out of the out of the vial and they probably went up to room temperature and when you start doing that remember they have to keep those vials at like you know whatever 60 below zero so they so that this process doesn't happen in the shot and um when you bring it to room temperature it starts doing this it starts self-assembling and it is unbelievable it looks like something out of a sci-fi movie all these intricate things where it's actually assembling and getting bigger and getting bigger because they couldn't have it assemble in the shot it wouldn't go through the needle probably have trouble so they have to keep the components separate shoot it into you your body temperature is obviously you know not 60 below zero it's warming up that stuff starts self-replicating it has the graphene oxide to help it out because that's part of i believe the nano circuitry and then all i mean it is so bad and then the parasitical components that we had talked about and then all the other wicked components it's just unbelievable but see like i said all this neurocircuitry that they um want to get in us everybody that took the COVID shots already got it and to a certain extent i don't know about the people that took the flu shots i believe in fact i, I did a video um a long time ago where there was a guy a group and they were um in fact i talked about this quite a bit on the flu shots and this was like my word 10 years ago they went to these different nursing homes i believe that was in southern california and they were scanning these people's arms for um electromagnetic signals where you're only going to get that from some type of microchip or some type of nano circuitry that's in the body and virtually every single elderly person in the room had gotten their flu shot and they were showing signals in the same arm they got the flu shot in and it, it wasn't like it was one or two people it was it was like everybody they got in the flu shot so they're they're they've already started installing these systems into people via the vaccines now i don't know how far that goes back i know the flu shot's one of the main ones they were using i don't know if it's in all the childhood vaccines but that's a whole other satanic benefit you're getting when you get these vaccines is you are getting chipped you're getting i'm not saying it's a microchip but i'm saying there's the nano circuitry in there that is self-assembling that is forming in your body and you have no clue it's even happening now i have heard that these chips can be deactivated with emp pulses uh there was one that i even saw where they went and they took a person to a um a field it was one of the covid people they had their 12 digit alphanumeric code which is what you give off from a bluetooth standpoint now it won't work on all the phones only certain phones will pick it up but they were clearly establishing 12 digit alphanumeric code covid um unique identifier and then they they had this little machine there which was an emp type of machine it, it gave out an electromagnetic pulse which is what that stands for and they pulsed the the um area where they had gotten the covid shot and then they couldn't pick up any the the alphanumeric code so now granted that's not going to take care of all the other garbage they just shot into you all the um the graphene oxide and that maybe maybe it will totally disable all the nano circuitry in the body i don't know 
It's not going to probably do a whole lot about the spike proteins and, and the other garbage that's in the shop that's killing you. But I have seen that and, and I have no reason to believe that's not true. Because I know that they could do the same thing with these people that were getting getting the flu shots. I'm pretty sure they were using some type of EMP or a very strong magnet over the site that um like a neodymium magnet um, over the site of injection. So anyway, I just thought I'd throw that in as well. In a brain in the digital world. The idea of globalists microchipping humans may sound like something out of a science fiction novel, but the terrifying reality is that it's happening right now. The London-based company Walletmore has already implanted a bank card in Arnie Stroke's hand, paving the way for this insidious plot to become a widespread reality. The end-of-days prophecy predicts the mark of the beast that will grant absolute control over those who bear it. And isn't that exactly what the globalists are pushing for? through their push for microchipping? This isn't just some wild conspiracy theory. It's a clear and present danger to our privacy and our freedom. We must resist this at all costs before it's too late and we end up living in a world where microchips control every aspect of our lives. Let us not surrender to the mark of the beast. Let us fight back against the looming threat of globalist microchipping. But above all, pray for God's grace and mercy in these end times. Let's continue the conversation. Okay, so um, I'm going to, I just saw this, and I, I'm going to go ahead and just throw this this in, because it's, it's pertinent to this. And it's Satanic Temple appearing at gay pride events to unbaptized people. I was, I was going to wait until maybe the next study, the study after that to cover this, but it's the same type of mindset that you would have to have to openly and flagrantly Come on, you're telling me this guy's never heard what he's doing is unbiblical. He's taking a right uh, chip in his right hand. You know, how that relates to the Bible. I believe these people, and this video will, will bear that out. They want to show their allegiance to Satan and the coming Antichrist and false prophet. They want to show humanity that they're politically correct and that they hate God. Is really what it boils down to. They want to be able to shake their fist at God and say, look what I did and I'm still around. I'm still kicking. You know, God didn't judge me. Oh, you, well, your judgment's coming. Your judgment's coming. Guaranteed on that. Um, <laughs> okay, so I wasn't even going to cover this, and um, but I'm going to throw this in. Again, because I really believe this is related to what we just saw. The same spirit that's going to motivate somebody to get a microchip in the right hand so they can buy or sell. And again, knowing full well from a biblical standpoint, you know, he's, he, somebody filled this guy in at some at some level in his life. You, you can't say he's never heard that or whatever. Come on. I mean, it just shows you they have zero, zero fear of God. None at all. And they want to, they really want to pronounce their allegiance to Satan. And along those lines, the next report is Satanic Temple appearing at gay pride events to unbaptize people by getting an upside down cross on their foreheads and reciting Hail Satan, plus I'm going to do a small Bible study. So in one of the clearest signs 
yet that evil is having a coming out party in the United States. A satanic temple, well, really it's the satanic temple, is showing up at gay pride events. Perfect, perfect venue, you know. Uh, like I said, if you're on Team Evil, you identify with other people on Team Evil. You're you're all, you all have basically, you know, wicked spirits as your guide and master. And that's why you can see Antifa and Black Lives Matter and LGBTQ and the First Church of Satan and the pro-abortion crowd all coming together, supporting one another. They're all on Team Satan, and they want to let you know that. They're having a coming out party. And they're showing up at gay pride events to unbaptize people who pay them $10 accepting um, marking with ash like they do at ash wednesday i think the catholics or whatever um of an upside down cross on their foreheads and recite hail satan a video below shows people engaging in this at one such gay pride event we're also told that they can have an upside down cross tattooed on their rear end for an extra fee and participants get a certificate showing them to be unbaptized so this is the length that people are willing to go to to show their hatred towards the Lord Jesus Christ and Father God. And you know what? I don't, you know, listen, if, if they want to do this, go for it. Go for it. I'm not going to try to stop you. I would rather you profess your allegiance to Satan than be lukewarm. Even in, even in the Bible, in, in, in uh, Revelation 3, God says he's going to vomit the lukewarm out of his mouth. That he would rather us be hot or cold. Well, at least they're, they're choosing, you know, an, the, the extreme that they need to be ex, uh, choosing. I mean, I guess this would be the ultra cold toward God. Extreme. So I'm, I'm going to play this little clip here. Now, I understand you would fully need to watch it to understand this. But there's these satanic priests dressed up in um their satanic garb one one the woman has upside down crosses all across the front of her with they have masks on she's got like a baphomet headdress on baphomet which is the uh, goat of mendez it has the satanic temple thing in the background and these people are coming up and they're paying ten dollars and they're getting an upside down cross in their head and then they're reciting um hail satan um when asked to <laughs> So the one lady who looks like a total lesbian, which doesn't surprise me, he says, you know, that. And um, they, they're they really raking the money in because it looks like they've got a steady stream of customers willing to basically... Now, granted, I'm not saying they didn't already sell their soul, but it's, it's almost like reaffirming I'm selling my soul to Satan and I want to pledge my allegiance to Satan in public. And this is cute, it's fun, and I love it, essentially. So, hey, I would rather you be, you know, vocal and open about this and... and and not and, and be hot or cool and I, I think that the scripture bears that out so you know good for them here's another lesbian or maybe that was a guy I don't know. can't tell another lesbian just generalized freaks so I don't know if you can hear them saying the Hell Satan thing, but yeah, they're doing it. That's still going on TikTok later. Oh yeah. I mean, I'm guessing that's what y'all are. I can't tell you how many people in the last, uh, I don't know, 
20, 30 seconds, they have already unbaptized. I mean, they're raking the money in here, even at 10 bucks a pop. Isn't that wonderful? Oh, isn't this great? I don't get on there much. They got a steady stream of customers. So that was, it's just about a minute clip there. So yeah, um, got that going on, which again, I really believe is a very similar spirit as to anybody that would openly get a, you know, the microchip in the right hand so that they could, you know, buy or sell, knowing what that really means. Um, some verses came to mind. Romans 3.13 through 18 says, their throat is an open sepulcher. A sepulcher is like a tomb, Okay. With their tongues they have used deceit. The poison of asps, which is like a snake or venomous snake, an asp, is under their lips. These are the these are the type of people that would do this, okay? Whose mouth is full of cursing and bitterness. Their, their feet are swift to shed blood. I guarantee you, every one of these people are, are pro-abortion, guaranteed. Uh, destruction and misery are in their ways yeah don't don't expect to have a real long life expectancy i didn't see any real elderly stepping up to the plate because if you were that wicked you probably didn't make it to an elderly age i mean it's a proven fact and i don't even know if it's lower now but the um the uh, homosexual men their average lifespan is 39 lesbians isn't very much longer it's weird the MDs are like, you know, I think their their lifespans anywhere from 50 to 52. Hey, what are they doing all day long? They're participating in sorcery pharmacia. Okay, so the average MD only lives to be 52. Where's the average other person? Now, I understand that's coming down, way coming down. I've, I've heard that life expectancy has already went down. I read a report the other day, three or four years since the COVID shot. Did you know that? It's already, hey, it's working. It's all about world depopulation millions have already died so you're going to expect to see the average life expectancy come way down i mean why would that i'd be shocked if it didn't if half the world or more than half the world's actually got the covid clot shot you'd expect that so destruction and misery are in their ways and the way of peace they have not known uh this is the verse that came into my mind there is no fear of God before their eyes. None. Zilch. Oh, there will be the moment they die and plunge into hellfire. And when they stand before God at the great white throne judgment, not the judgment seat of Christ, which is for believers, but the great white throne judgment before they're cast into the lake of fire. Oh, they're going to have a lot of fear of God then, but it'll be too late. I pray to God they get saved. I really do. But, you know, it's probably highly unlikely. And the Bible predicted it was going to be this way, that evil men and seducers shall wax, meaning grow worse and worse, deceiving and being deceived, 2 Timothy 3.13. It predicted that this was going to be the state of affairs as we move further into the end times and then into the tribulation. They're going to love the Antichrist false prophet and anything wicked evil, but they're going to hate, hate the God of the Bible. In fact, that'll be the only religion that's not tolerated, you know, because it's a direct threat to Satan. We're still on the winning team, though. At the end of the day, we're still on the winning team, and they're on the losing team. Uh, other verses that came to my head, and I'll give the Holy Spirit the total credit for all that. Philippians 3, 18 and 19. For many walk, of whom I have 
told you often and now tell you even weeping that they are the enemies of the cross of Christ. These people are open enemies of a Christian, of Christianity in general. I mean, they're, they're willing to get upside down crosses on their head and say, Hail Satan. I mean, that's pretty bad. Whose end is destruction, whose God is their belly. Now, what that means is their carnal desires is what rules over them. It doesn't mean necessarily that they're gluttonous. They probably are gluttonous, which is one of the seven deadly sins. Um, it's not good to be a glutton, okay? But whose God is their belly. Anything that satisfies their carnal desire is what that's really in reference to. And it says their belly, okay? And whose glory is their shame. That's the verse that, the part of the verse that I was really keen on. They're glorying in their shame. Here's a guy getting a microchip in his right hand so he can go by and then he's on the cover of the sun and all this other stuff. And he's so proud of himself. He's got his 15 minutes of fame. Won't benefit him much in hellfire. But for now, he look at him. Isn't he woke? Isn't he hip? Isn't he trendy? He's got his microchip. He's going out. He doesn't have to worry about fumbling with his bank cards anymore. He just waves his hand right across the register. And you're going to see more and more of those guys. And, and like I said, in, in um, you know Sweden, it's already you know pretty big thing. But they glory in their shame. Who mind earthly things. That's what their minds are on constantly. Then this verse also is, is applicable. 1 Timothy 5.24 Some men's sins are open beforehand. Now, this would be like this example. They're openly going out proclaiming their allegiance to Satan, essentially. Okay. Taking the upside down cross, doing the other. Some men's sins are open beforehand, going before to judgment. And some men, they follow after. And I, I think there, there's other Bible verses that talk about this, that when you can look at a wicked person, and I, I believe it's in Proverbs. I just read them the other day, but I, I read a lot of scripture, so I... I, I skip around in the Bible. I have different spots in the Bible that I read. Um, and there's Bible verses that relay, relate to the fact where it, it will say, and I'm paraphrasing here, okay, that a lot of times wicked people, their sins, they can they can sin their whole life. And sometimes they, they can live to be a ripe old age. Now a lot, the Bible also says that the days of the wicked shall be shortened, okay, and that the wicked shall not live out half their days. And I think you could bear that out when you look at the lifespan of the average homosexual, okay, or lesbian, okay, like I just quoted earlier. That's that's pretty stark comparison to somebody that is monogamous and marries a wife and is a Christian and lives to be a ripe old age, which is more the norm than the other lifespans, though. And then all the diseases that the, the gays tend to get, the LGBTQ and, and this type of thing. Another reason why they got to recruit so bad is because they're, they're dying like crazy. You know? I mean, they're just dying. They're dropping like flies. So they got to really get satanically aggressive with their recruiting, you know? Because their lifespan is only 39 years old, and that's probably dropped since the last time. Who knows? Um, so some people's sins, it's like... They're gonna they're gonna be judged at judgment day. It seems like they live this life and they get away with it. And, and the Bible talks about this a lot in Psalms and in Proverbs. And it's like you wring your hands about how are they how are they living? How are they getting away with all these sins? And and yet they prosper in these types of things. But the Bible does talk about that quite a bit. And that when a, but when a righteous person sins, 
the the punishment let's a, a righteous christian in particular the punishment tends to come rather quickly um sometimes god will let you get away with some stuff for a while but all you're doing is storing up god's wrath i've experienced this personally i'm not i'm not being mr sanctimonious judgmental i've experienced this personally okay where sometimes i would sin and i mean you get convicted right away and then you repent and then the, the it's not like god's bringing the hammer down on you uh, the bible says of whom the lord loveth he also chasteneth that word means to like if you have your own kid you can spank them and if you be without chastisement from god you're bastards meaning you're an illegitimate son so if you can go along in life and just live your merry way and sin like the devil and there's no chastisement of god on you yet you're calling yourself a christian you're most likely not a christian because if you were a christian you would be getting hammered for that you'd at least experience guilt if the holy spirit lives inside you he'd be convicting you of what you're doing you know but if you be without chastisement you're bastards that word bastard means an illegitimate child okay you're not part of god's family in other words so these people could go and live their their merry life they're serving satan they're on satan's team and sometimes it appears as though they're they, they live through life and, and there's no reaper oh well there's gonna be a lot of repercussions when they die okay so <laughs> sometimes it doesn't work out that way sometimes these people die real quick and again lgbtq lifestyle would bear that out uh, or lifespan i should say that's documented bears that out so it's just not cookie cutter for everybody and um that's kind of god's economy and in, in, you know that's his business but the bible if you read it it alludes to all of these things that i just mentioned and actually uh, if i was doing like a study i'd have all the verses laid out but it just kind of popped into my head and i was i got i was reading those verses the other day and it's, it's quite interesting so let's go to the next report here uh democrats moving for open pedophilia or child molestation for children in public in the classroom or whenever they can get access to minors so let's talk about this a little bit and we've got drew hernandez with us from drew hernandez live his great talk show and drew has been very active lately he and his crew are doing great work they're infiltrating biden events they're infiltrating uh, aoc events they were recently at a protest against matt walsh's event in nashville and so drew joins me now uh drew i'd like to talk to you about all three of these things where do you want to start wherever you want to start Owen. man great for having me back it's always good to be with you man and a lot of mental illness to go through bro a lot well, you guys are capturing it on camera, no doubt, especially we can talk about Matt Walsh's event. What is it about this? What is it about, you know, what is it about Matt Walsh or a conservative having an event that draws hundreds of mentally deranged lunatics out there? And and then they think that this behavior is somehow uh, endearing to their cause, or they think this is somehow going to help their cause and i don't see that at all any neutral observer can see these people are deranged and filled with hate you sit there and and watch it firsthand i mean do they ever try to explain that to you like i, I know you've asked before like do they know that they're hurting their cause i mean look at that psycho good lord i mean i mean these people have severe cotton mouth it's like it's like falling into a black hole. I mean, you've been to these things and you know exactly how it goes. It's it's quite literally like the soundtrack to hell. 
when you go to this stuff and these people are the figures that are probably going to go there. Uh, but I also will say is this is this was a rally to put a stop to the mutilation of the genitals of little kids and children. And so when you show up to something like that and you protest against that, you counter protest against that, you're either a pedophile, you're satanically deranged. You probably have some skeletons in your closet, but I think you could pretty much see that these people do this, this, this isn't like Trump's a Nazi anymore. This isn't like, oh, Republicans, we hate them and we're just going to scream our heads off and everybody's a, a, a straight white male with your infamous clip. This is now these people want to rip apart the bodies of little kids and they sit there and they praise it. They defend it and they call for it. There are a bunch of LGBTQ little mini Jeffrey Donners. I think the next step for these people is they're just going to start eating genitals and eating little kids. I mean, I, I don't know, Owen. Like, where do we go from here? Well, look, this is a progression. There's no doubt this is a progression of mental illness that we're witnessing here on the left that is that is certainly reaching new new levels every day. You're right. The question is, where does it go from here? Where Where does it go? Screaming in the streets at random people is not going to give them whatever closure or whatever it is they're looking for in life, whatever dark energy they're searching for. Do they really love killing babies that much? Do they really love chopping up babies that much? Do they really love pedophilia that much? And of course you can't get an answer out of them. They just scream and shout and, and flick you off and everything. But yeah, I mean, if this mental illness is not addressed for what it is, that's a fair question. Where does it go? Where, where does this mental illness go, go next? Because it's not going to just stay screaming in the streets forever, folks. It's going to go like Ed Buck level. I'll just say this. I think the next step is actual open pedophilia for these people. That's why they advocate for MAPS, right? Minor attracted people. That's why they have these drag shows with little children's bouncing on their on their on their on their hips and bouncing on their laps as if it's totally normal sitting there you know squatting and twerking and flashing you know their bulging genitals in front of little kids i mean when i was in pride la they were literally speaking to little kids in the crowd offering them lube so i i would say the next step for these people is out in the open pedophilia where it's normalized where they're not they're not calling to try and make it normal anymore if these people could have their way it would be all over the mainstream media. It would be accepted on Disney. It would be accepted all over, uh, you know, your TV, all over your social media apps, all over anything you could think of in your entertainment. If they could have their way, they would have it. And there's a great clip. Right? I, look at that. It's, it's, it, that's a great example of the total depravity these people want to take us into. And, and they, they cheer it on. It shows this guy the other night. He was on British television and dressed up, I think, like a woman. And he said something to the effect, and it's got all these um, eyeballs on the back, like the all-knowing eye of Lucifer on the back of the backdrop. This is a mainstream. This is like, um, you know, America's Got Talent, but Britain, something like that. And this slime bag playing the keyboard or whatever. And then all of a sudden says, and this is the cool thing about whatever, live TV or whatever. I can do crazy things like this. And he literally strips off every bit of his clothes. He is totally he. It's it's a woman, but then you realize it's a he. Totally buck naked in front of everybody, gyrating, acting like a total demon possessed moron that he is, and the crowds all cheering it on. Oh oh yes, go go go! See, because they're all on Team Satan, and they can identify again a vessel of Satan like they are. Appointed to wrath ahead of time, meaning they're 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 
predestined toward this, as the Bible talks about this. Vessels of wrath fitted, meaning appointed ahead of time for God's destruction. The wicked go astray from the womb. They speak lies as soon as they be born. These are just evil, wicked people that are cheering on more wickedness because they love to glory in their shame. And not only do they love to do wicked things, but they love those that do them, which is basically the last verse of Romans. Romans chapter 1, where it talks about uh, homosexual men and lesbians primarily, but the characteristics of wicked people. You, you look at Romans 1 and you will see, and you will see the progression of how they get there in their mind. First, they become unthankful. And then there's this progression that takes place where, like, I guess if you're gay or lesbian in particular, then they get to this point where men burning after men, women burning after women. And they're lust one toward another. And, and it gives all these attributes about them. And, and this is just a great example of, of, of the degradation absolute total degradation and i i don't know if this was on live tv there or, or this was on their show i doubt they were they were like in this clip they're playing here yeah it's blurred out but in england i think anything kind of goes i'm pretty sure they've got like full frontal nudity over in the uk and stuff like that i'm pretty sure they've had that for years so for all i know it wasn't even blotted out or whatever but this is the level of wickedness that in, and, and you wonder, you know, why is God letting all this, some of these people that are maybe lukewarm Christians, why is God letting all this happen and all this other stuff? There's a church in every corner. And, yeah. And the church is totally not being salt and light. They're, they're, they're not, they're not going against this type of stuff. They're yoked up with the government and they're 501c3. And I'm not saying every one of those churches are wicked and evil. I'm just saying that they're for the most part, part of the problem. Um, so yeah. Cheer it on. Exactly. They cheer it on. I had a record skip there because I wasn't aware of this. You were at an event where they were giving children lube? They were offering children lube at Pride LA during June, during Pride Lubrication. Yeah, and I'm sorry, but I mean, you know, they're, they're not going to get in the gory details, but little children. I'm not going to say anything more now. I think you can figure it out. That's how wicked and depraved and... Trust me, if they if they had their way, it'd go way beyond that. It would be open child molestation in the streets, which and kind of that's already kind of going on. And I'm talking about anything goes. That's where they want to bring this. That's what these transgenders and the gay and lesbians want to shove down our throats. They're demon possessed to the toenails and Satan is never going to be satisfied with you just being gay or a lesbian just being a lesbian. He, he's not sad and neither is God. You're, you're either going to have to go toward wickedness or away from it. Okay. There's, you're going to have to pick a side and some gays and lesbians have gotten saved. I'm convinced of that. I've seen multiple testimonials. There's been trans people that have detransitioned and now they're speaking out against it. Doesn't necessarily make them a Christian, but hopefully they're moving in that direction. Uh, they were floating around on a float like it was Disneyland. This drag freak was, you know, they were going up and down the street on Hollywood Boulevard. And one of them was literally communicating to the kids, offering them lube with the parents. They're just sitting there clapping, thinking it's all OK and liberal and progressive. But that's what these people are doing. They hide behind the pride flag. They hide behind the LGBTQ term. They hide behind the ability to be a protected class. And they're going to usher in their pedophilia through that. 
People just need it. That's literally what they're it, to me. And I'm not saying this positively like I agree with it to me. It's actually a good idea for the pedophiles because they get to just come in and be accepted in society. But that is what total depravity is. And that is how they're doing it. They're doing it through the LGBTQ banner. Well, well see, but you, you just nailed their own entire operation right there. That That's exactly what it is. They don't really care about gay people, just like they don't really care about black people. You notice as soon as a, as, a, as a gay person or a black person goes against their party politics, they hate them, they want them destroyed, they want them censored, they, they want them killed. So they really don't care about these people. You just know that all they care about is having the virtue signal and having that behind them so that they can hide behind that movement and then say, oh, I'm an ally or, oh, I'm LGBTQ. And if you criticize me, you're a bigot. And then somehow that gives them the intellectual victory. And then that gives them the right, as you see in the video here, to pick up little children, dance with them on a stage like a hooker, half naked, rub their genitals in their face, take money like they're strippers, and, and they just say, oh, this is LGBTQ pride, and if you don't like that, then you're not an ally and you're a bigot. No, you're hiding behind that. You big that you build that up as a victim group to make it untouchable so that you can get away with your sordid behavior right in front of the people's faces. And that's what they do, Owen. I mean, really think about it. Take, take a look at probably some of the most immoral, disgusting, depraved things taking place right now. You have this LGBTQ sick, twisted agenda that's going after the children, going after the minds of children in the classroom, trying to warp their minds and teach them about sex, anal sex, gay sex, whatever sex, whatever. It, it doesn't matter. They're trying to warp their minds, okay, and their and, and their their innocence in the classroom. And then you also have the agenda that's taking it further and going after mutilating their genitals, telling them that they're not actually a biological male if they're a little boy. They're not actually a biological female if they're a little girl. Again going after the children. Look at the common thread here. And then also, we have to always bring up the abortion conversation because that's always at the forefront. They want to kill children, murder children, mutilate children, and they want to sexually manipulate the minds of children. The next step, Owen, is they want open pedophilia. Let's just call it right now for what it is. It's been in the shadows. It's getting exposed in Hollywood. But right now, I think post I would say 2021, 2022, they're pushing to normalize and make pedophilia mainstream. It's just clear by now. Well, and, and I think, too, we kind of, you know, we almost have to check ourselves for a second because we, we see through the same Overton window that the public sees through in general. We just have we just have the knowledge to know what we're seeing. If you move the clocks back, I mean, really, I would say 20 years. I mean, if you just go back to, let's say, 2002. If you saw this stuff in 2002, the average American, it wouldn't even be a debate. Right. They would say that's pedophilia, that's child abuse. Lock them all up, give them the electric chair. So that just shows you how far they've moved the Overton window that in two short decades, behavior that would be considered child abuse and arrestable offense on the spot is now considered open and loving and LGBTQ gay pride friendly. Yep. Absolutely, and this is kind of where liberalism and morality clash because at some point in a society a line has to be drawn because if we're just openly freely doing whatever we want in the sense of having no morals innocent people get hurt in that so when he mentioned the oh man i just xed out of it when he mentioned the overton window what that means is the Overton window is a range of policies politically acceptable to the mainstream population at a particular given time. So again, the Overton window, that would have not been acceptable even 10 years ago. 20, no way. 
now they're doing things that are just absolutely totally insane that would have never been accepted in times past and it shows you the moral degradation that's occurring to society as a whole that they that there's not like way more tons more outrage over this and again the church should be at the absolute spear tip of that outrage but i just don't see it happening process and we can't get away from that we can't shy away from that this is why the the concept of why the bible makes sense when we're talking about morality within a society yeah, in because- protasia which is one of the child molester um organizations like nambla north american man boy love association is what nambla stands for man boy love okay protasia is another one and its goal is it says right here their goal is to normalize child molestation and that's what they call it pedophilia child love it's child molestation it always goes to one thing innocent being violated yep. and the most innocent people in a society are what owen we both know this are children and that's exactly where this is going we cannot get away from it and we have to come out and we have to be aggressively pushing back i'm not saying violence i'm just saying use your political power use your voice use the ability that you have to literally we, this stuff has to be shamed owen yep. it has to be shamed it has to be made a mockery in society the problem is is they have no shame and they glory in their shame it needs to be stopped physically like from a you know law enforcement type of standpoint is what it really needs to be done i mean you know it's it's just unbelievable that they can get away with this type of stuff i mean these transgender drag queens going into public libraries and and you know flashing their genitals and all i mean this stuff should all be totally illegal you know these people should be doing it bare minimum tall time in prison for doing this most of them are all child molesters most of them are are child sex offenders that have either changed their names or whatever and 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 done the finagling they need to do in order to get back out in in public again or whatever a lot of them are i shouldn't say most but a lot of them are and the thing is is i would say all of them are they just haven't been caught yet is really the i mean that one time that i played that one uh video where that guy went into the gay bar and acted like he was a gay guy and there was all these gay guys that were drunk and they were they were like basically telling them over different gay guys were telling them yeah he said i i've molested over 100 kids this is like just a normal gay bar it wasn't like a uh pedophilia child molester gay bar it was just a normal gay bar oh i i, I mean i was molested at a very young age they would say which is very very true and that is sad but you know what you still have that choice to perpetuate that behavior and um nobody held a gun to your head and had you molest over 100 kids and it was one gay guy after another admitting that basically yeah they molested tons of kids thing is they never got caught so they're not on the police's radar so therefore they can go out and just do all i mean people like this that have depraved minds they devote their life to this like if you devoted your life to excellence in one area of your life like let's say you wanted to i don't know be the best chef you could possibly be and you devoted your life and you were like one of the best chefs around well they use that same fervor and vigor to apply it toward evil like jeffrey dahmer and these types they're they're incredibly calculated and these types of things so they don't think like you and i think it's it's a different satanic mindset that they're in Otherwise, these people are going to continue to push this forward and attempt to make it normalized. 
And of course, it's Joe Biden in the White House sniffing mm -hmm. kids, grabbing kids, right. groping little boys and girls. Another kids. video came out today of him um, groping uh, another little girl. I think it was on. Let me just see here if I can find that. Uh, I can't. I'm not seeing it. But it, another video came out where he's groping another little girl biden um being the sick twisted scum that he is and you know when you have that as your head the head of a of a country uh, it, it's no wonder that wickedness and evil is so fully flourishing you know in, in regard to when, when you have that type of wicked leadership in place the bible says essentially if the, the head is sick the whole body will become sick and um <laughs> we got one sick head uh regarding the president of the united states folks that's what joe biden does on camera and i want to go back to the footage that one of your undercover guys caught of joe biden sniffing a little girl all right i want to get back into the issue we're leading into here with the democrats just moving for open pedophilia in public they just want access to your kids like they want to folks, they literally want to be able to walk up to your kid and grab him like Joe Biden. And then if you if you say, hey, don't do that to my kid, they want to be able to take you to jail for denying the rights of a pedophile. Mm -hmm. And we've got unbelievable clips from Biden coming up. But, you know, uh, just to clarify something, Drew mentioned the, the, the foaming at the mouth that they do or the cotton mouth. This isn't like you just went out and smoked a funny cigarette or you went out and smoked a, a, a joint and you got a little cotton mouth, or whatever. No, these people are on serious psychotropic and antidepressant drugs. These right. are pill heads. Yeah. It's it's one of the it, it's it goes a pharma, pharmacia, which is the root word for sorcery, goes hand in hand with this type of behavior. And and they they're all on their their Prozacs and their Zolofs and they're all based those those pills are mostly fluoride, guys. The primary ingredient is fluoride which is what they dump into the water systems, which is what they put in the toothpaste. And that's why there's that big warning in the back of almost all toothpaste. If you don't, don't, don't buy fluoride toothpaste. Fluoride is a bone softening agent. It will contribute to rotting your teeth out of your head. It also has a high affinity for the brain. It loves to go into the lower lobes of the brain and which is what controls your will to resist. And that's why they want to dump it into all of us and get us to consume as much fluoride as possible. And one of the best ways to get it is to take those, those prescription drugs like Prozac and Zoloft and those types because the primary ingredient that makes them work is fluoride. It's pharmacy, it's wicked. Fluoride is a byproduct of the aluminum industry. It's, it's, a, it's a toxic byproduct of the aluminum industry. When they dump it into the water, it is so caustic that they have to wear, I believe, level three bio gear. And if they spill it on the concrete, like the, the fluoride powder, it literally will eat through the concrete. And they're dumping that into the water supplies to kill us and to dumb us down. It causes cancer, it causes bone softening diseases. Now, a little bit of natural fluoride in the soil, yeah, that's good for your bones, okay? Like you would normally get in a plant or something. But when you have a toxic form of it, from the from the aluminum industry and you dump it that has no uh productive function in the body and you dump that in the water it's just horrific for you on so many different levels anyway side effect of people that are popping pills to have that kind of cotton like weird foaming at the mouth cotton mouth i see it all the time at these events 
it's well known that Americans are addicted to antidepressants and big pharmaceutical drugs. I've got the data right here in front of me. Uh, but yeah, that, that's basically what it looks like. The foam mouth, the spittle. Uh, foaming at the mouth. They're showing a picture of one of these mouth, uh, Sometimes is what it's protesters. called. But it's much worse than that. These people are all on pills, folks. Yeah. They're literally on pharmaceutical yes, pills. Which then and remember, it. those pills, it's pharmacia, okay? And which is the root word for sorcery. And again, can sorcery or pharmacia in the keyword search box? I've done many studies on this. Um, there's demons associated with these drugs. And, and not only that, these medications open you up for demonic infestation as well. Not only is there demons associated with the pharmacia, but they open you up for more demons to come in. And that's why they want to get everybody on multiple, multiple, multiple medications. They all have side effects. They all kill you. They all gum up your liver eventually. Okay. I'm not saying to get somebody out of the woods or to save a life, short-term medications or, or whatever. I get that. Okay. But I'm talking about long-term, this type of stuff. They all have side effects, guys. And, and, you know, they're all controlled poisons, essentially, at the end of the day. That's why you don't want to swallow a whole bottle of, of uh, any kind of pharmacia, any kind of medication, because it'll probably kill you. You swallow a whole bottle of whole food supplements, not going to kill you. It might give you diarrhea, but it's not going to kill you. Okay, so th this, is, um, this is their agenda. An entire new conversation about maybe it's the pill popping... Maybe it's the pharmaceutical pills that are allowing these people to get brainwashed, but I want so it's showing these these demon possessed vessels of Satan at these at these rallies and and I mean they are fully bent on loving evil and wickedness and it's just unbelievable. Some Bible verses that kind of came into my head about this. Um Isaiah five fourteen, therefore hell hath enlarged herself. And open her mouth without measure. And their glory, which is what they, they glory in their shame, remember? And their multitude. And that's a reason why they glory more is because the, the more they grow in number, the more their multitude increases, the more they feel empowered. We're on Team Satan. We outnumber you. We're better than you. Okay? Their glory and their multitude and their pomp. Like their puffed up pride. Okay, and he that rejoiceth shall descend into it. And meaning they're rejoicing in their wickedness. They're glorying in their shame. And they're going to descend into hell. They're rejoicing in evil. Psalm 9.15 through 20 says, The heathen are sunk down into the pit that they made. They've dug their own pits. They've dug their own graves for themselves. In the net which they hid is their own foot taken. The Lord is known by the judgment which he executeth. The wicked is snared in the work of his own hands. Higion Sila, which kind of means ponder deeply, basically. Uh, so the wicked is snared by his own hands. The wicked shall be turned into hell and all nations that forget God. So that's their end, unfortunately, for them. Then it says in the next ver or verse 19, Arise, O Lord, let... Let not man prevail. Let the heathen be judged in thy sight. When God judges wickedness, good things always happens. Okay? Always. People get saved. People repent. The wicked don't prosper. See my teaching I did on Psalm 64. Imprecatory prayers. A Christian's door of hope. It's, it's life-changing. Just can Psalm 64 at contendingfortruth.com. Next verse. Put them in fear, O Lord. 
that the nations may know themselves to be but men. Because, see, it's so easy for mankind to get all puffed up and vain in his head and start thinking he's way more than he really is. When the Bible is very clear that the best of men will be cut down and they will wither as grass and all their, their expectations and all their hopes, nothing will come of it for the wicked. So, going further... Satanic sellout Newsmax bans Laura Logan after she speaks out against child sex and sacrifice trafficking. Now, I'm not giving some Laura Logan some rubber stamp here. I'm just saying this is noteworthy. She asks where all the missing children are. I mean, this is a very short clip here. And I want to go ahead and play it here. We don't, don't care what Newsmax says and does at all. Not one bit. But going to what I actually said, the reason I believe that people reacted that way is it's all about the children. The question they don't want us asking is where are all the missing children? What happens to these children? How can hundreds of thousands of kids go missing in the United States every year and nobody knows where they are? They just vanish? I've done tons of studies on this just key and missing children. Again, at contendingfortruth.com and I've done many, many studies on this. And this is, this is like the government's own statistics admit to this. I think so. I mean, between facial recognition software, voice recognition software, and all the different ways to track people, how can we in this day and age not be able to find them? How can uh, hundreds of thousands of children have disappeared from uh, the uh, records of CPS? You know, how can our child protective services, you speak to anybody in the trafficking industry and they will tell you that CPS is involved. I'm working right now investigating a case where CPS has been involved with this trafficker for more than 20 years. Okay, targeting single mothers, taking them into courtrooms, taking their children exactly. from them yeah. and using their children for, uh, you know, for pedophiles, for sex right. rings, for um child porn, for snuff videos, and so on. You listen to Yako Boyens, who is one of the leading voices in the counter-trafficking movement, right? Because a lot of those organizations can't be trusted. But people like Yako Boyens, they can be trusted. And they will tell you that the United States is the number one destination in the world for sex trafficking, that every sex trafficking ring worldwide knows bring the kids to the United States, that this administration is participating in the trafficking of kids. But so was the ones before that. They're paying uh, companies, LLCs and nonprofits and church groups, they're paying them to take these yep. kids and yep. disappear. Yeah, she said church groups, and that is very, very true. They're, they're all part of this whole satanic mess. The wonderful 501c3 denominational church groups that are a part of this. Now, I'm not saying everyone I'm saying, but the big boys, pretty much most of them are. And I mean, I interviewed a guy who worked in Homeland Security investigations for decades, and he was at a contractor. And he said, we're being paid millions of dollars. I'm carrying kids to the ER. They've got broken bones. They've got COVID. They've got all kinds of illnesses. We, we clean them up and we put a Band-Aid on the problem. We go back and we get rid of them. They don't do checks. They hand them over to people. They could be sex offenders. They could be, uh, I mean, uh, hardened criminals. They could be illegal. They could be anything. And nobody even checks. They just get rid of these kids as fast as they can. And when it comes, you know, Politico, USA Today, I mean, a, a gazillion mainstream 
uh, outlets, including the report that you showed, have talked about the blood of young children being the secret to anti-aging. And why does nobody ask, where does blood come from? How do you get the blood of young children? Mm -hmm. And does it matter if the children are younger and younger and younger? So now you're talking, are you talking about the blood of babies now? And we're not even talking about the adrenochrome harvesting. Is that what you're talking about? No, we're fine doing articles that say, use the blood of, of young children to reverse aging. Or Yuval Noah Harari believes mm -hmm. in transhumanism and that we will ascend to be gods and that <laughs> most of the planet will be useless eaters. And we don't yeah. need, but wait a minute, no journalist follows up and says, whose blood? Where do you get it? How much does it take? And how do you get the blood of babies? Or to Yuval Noah Harari, wait a minute, you're talking about genocide. You know, how do you, what, what do you mean the yeah. whole of Africa, the whole of India just about are going to be completely, have no meaning to their lives and they're going to be totally worthless. What does it mean when you say this? So that was very good. Um, and I guess Newsmax banned her after she came out with that. So, wonderful. Uh, then we have this report, the FBI is arresting Christians. You must understand that the FBI is being weaponized against its political enemies. No longer are they the magistrates that uphold good, skew evil, but instead the opposite is taking place. Christians are being arrested while leftists are allowed to go free and bomb and kill and steal and pillage and do whatever they want with virtually no repercussions. Six of these Christians are personal friends of mine. Now this is, uh, Pastor Matt Trawila. And um, he says, six of these Christians are personal friends of mine. We cannot be silent on this issue. The tyrants will only continue to wax worse and worse. He's one of the few pastors in the country that's standing up to wickedness. And let's just hear this two-minute message from Pastor Matt. We wanted to bring to your attention a very dire situation. Once again, the federal government is at war with the American people. In March of this year, nine people were indicted for interposing on behalf of the preborn at an abortion clinic a year earlier. They're looking at 11 years in federal prison and a quarter million dollars. 11 and years in prison for going to an abortion clinic and peacefully demonstrating in the hall and not hurting anybody and being as peaceful as they could be. But the pro-death crowd can go and firebomb abortion clinics and nothing happens to them they're not even really they, they really don't even get investigated that much ah it's no big deal you know let them do whatever they want to do let them make every death threat they want to make to the pro-life crowd it's it's fine they deserve it they're christians they're getting what's coming but you dare go against wickedness you again we, we've gotten to a point where good is evil and evil is good that's that's the norm and the bible says one of them to call evil good and good evil um but unfortunately that's where we're at now just last month 11 more people were arrested by the fbi um and indicted by the department of justice these are christian people. these are in tennessee at, at an abortion clinic they're they're in the hall peacefully they're singing hymns okay um really they sing really awesome too tucker carlson actually featured them the other day on one of the things um i wish uh anyway we're going to get more into tucker carlson a little bit later but um yeah they're sitting there singing hymns and and now they're they're uh you know fined and probably going to jail and you know who knows 
peaceful, nonviolent, who interposed on behalf of their pre-born neighbor. Now looking also at 11 years in federal prison. So here's the federal... Again, why don't they just start, you know, like, let's just start mass, ex mass, mass executions at the abortion. I mean, come on, that's what they want to do, right? Don't they just want to execute the Christians? In front of everybody? I mean, that would really send a clear message. Maybe that would wake the church up. I, I don't know. I don't know what it would take to wake the 501c3 corporate church up is the point I'm trying to make. I mean, I don't obviously want them to do that. I'm just saying, what would it take for the 501c3 church to actually wake up and push back against this evil? No, they're going to be on the side of the government. So, well, they shouldn't have been there. Oh, well, they might lose their 501c3 tax exempt status, you know, or they, you know, oh boy, they'd be ostracized by the other pastors. Oh, they might lose some of their congregants if they got too much into this no we don't want to we don't want to intercede on behalf of the innocent babies or anything no we want to just you know all i'm saying is there's enough churches in america if they just prayed and fasted you know what i mean just doing that alone much less if they actually put boots on the ground you could have these abortion clinics i believe from a spiritual standpoint shut down in a new york minute but Unfortunately, the old 501c3 Corporate Church of America and their denominational systems are mostly yoked up with the government. And the government gave them their right to exist as a 501c3 corporate entity. And as a result, their creator is saying, no, you don't do this. You, 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 you stay in your lane. You stay in your place. You, you don't speak out against the government. You don't do this. Now, I'm not saying they are all adhering to that, but you got to be careful who you yoke up with. Now, I've done tons of studies on the old 501c3 system, just key in 501c3, and you'll find a lot of the studies I've done on that, where it's an absolute trap, an absolute satanic trap that was laid for the church, and 99.9% .9 have fallen for it, unfortunately, in America. Coming back on these people a year and a half later in order to, what, get their pound of flesh? to pound the Christians into the ground, to make sure that they're making clear to their voter base that, yeah, we'll pound anyone in the ground who's not with us in butchering the pre-born. Exactly. So understand the evil actions of civil authorities is meant to intimidate. It's meant to make you shrink back and not want to open your mouth, to not take action against injustice and evil, but you must. That's extremely important that you remain faithful and true to Christ, that you speak out against the evil that is being done by our government here in our nation now. And that's a and big reason why this ministry exists, because I didn't see it. I did not personally see it being done in the Lutheran middle school. I went to the Catholic high school. I went to the really the Pentecostal movement. The Baptists were a little were better that I was in. They were definitely better. Um, regarding that, but there were a lot of subjects there they would not touch with a 10-foot pole. So, that's been my experience, unfortunately. Pray for these 20 people who have been arrested and charged and looking at massive amounts of time in federal prison. We have in the detailed box of this little video a link to Tucker Carlson talking about these latest arrests where the 11 Christians have been arrested. You must watch it. It's 18 minutes long. I know it's a little lengthy. It is a gold mine. Yeah, he, now, again, this is one of those things you glean 
Tucker Carlson's part of the establishment. He wears a red Kabbalah wrist wrist thing. Um, he, I, I could do a whole study on Tucker Carlson. Okay, but not to say just like Alex Jones or or Mike Adams or you can't glean. And, and it is it is a good report. It's a it's um you can watch it. Um, uh, the link is basically in the PDF that I that I'm putting out here. The 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 link to get there is there. So for this video makes clear exactly what's happened here and how despicable this behavior is by our federal government. So we pray that you take time to watch it. Okay, so um, I think he's saying with the Tucker Carlson thing is because it's actually somebody mainstream that's actually covering this and exposing it. Problem is, is he's just controlled opposition. Okay, right, left paradigm. Uh, more reports that are l interconnected. This nine pro-life defendants indicted on federal civil rights conspiracy and freedom of access to clinic entrances. Uh, then eleven defendants indicted obstructing reproductive health service. Oh yeah, it's it's reproductive health. It's it's not too good for the health of the baby though. Never is. Um, that was in Tennessee. Then there's other reports. Preacher locked up for no reason. We urgently need your help. Torben. Sonnegard is being detained by U.S. Immigration and Customs Enforcement after three months. But they'll let every illegal alien, you know, from Mexico and Central America and South America come here or wherever they're coming from. Come here free. That's fine. Uh, then leaked FBI pamphlet lists misinformation and disinformation as, quote, election crimes. So this is another area where the FBI is going to go after people is if you're putting out Miss what what Satan deems as mis or disinformation regarding the election. So let's say you have a righteous or a candidate that's taking a righteous uh, running on a righteous platform, and you're they're running against an overtly wicked, evil candidate that's in office. If the FBI deems that you're putting out mis or disinformation, primarily probably about the wicked candidate, even though you could verify it, well then they can come get you and you know throw you in the uh uh crossbar hotel or whatever they call it the huskow the the clink yeah then george soros gave 17.6 million to leftist groups pushing facebook uh tiktok to censor so-called election disinformation so obviously they're doing their satanic part regarding all that uh, next report, DOJ has created a pro-life, pro-abortion, DOJ has created a pro-abortion who love baby killing task force to crack down on pro-lifers. Um, hey, wicked government and DOJ, just remember, quote, white hot eternal hellfire awaits you for all who perpetuate this evil. I just wanted to kind of throw that in, you know, that little reminder for them. The FBI's recent flurry of activity against pro-life activists follows a little-notice action by the Justice Department in July creating a task force to defend abortion. The DOJ's Reproductive Rights Task Force was uh, reproductive rights, yeah. Reproductive right to kill your baby, you know, is what it should be called was announced on July 12th, which means the stated goal of the which, which stated goal is, quote, protecting access to reproductive health care. Because we have to have unfettered access to baby killing. Associate Attorney General 
Vanita Gupta, a former ACLU lawyer, heads the task force, which, according to the DOJ, includes representatives of the Department of Civil Department Civil Division, Civil Rights Division, U.S. Attorney Community, Office of Solicitor General, and other offices of the DOJ. Justice also assigned dedicated staff to this task force. Along with lobbying Congress to create a federal right to abortion, the task force, their work includes centralizing information about freedom of access to clinic entrances act don't you dare even think about even getting near a clinic entrance to an abortuary a baby killing abortuary or you're going to do tall time like these people that are all facing 11 years and tons of fines and things of this nature the federal law was used to prosecute at least a dozen pro-life activists in recent weeks and again the the, the pro-death crowd can do whatever they want as we'll see here in a second they can Rape, pillage, steal. Again, but their day is coming. Their day is coming. Next report. Pro-life activists ordered to pay uh, $2.4 million to Planned Parenthood for undercover investigation. An appeals court panel has ruled that David Daleden, who I've probably played his videos here, and other pro-life activists must pay $2.4 million judgment to Planned Parenthood for carrying out an undercover investigation and secretly filming abortion providers discussing the harvesting of baby body parts. Now, all of it was true. All of it was real. It's just my comment. I'll read my comment first. Even though it, even though what they did exposed the lies, the evil, and the premeditated murdering practices of, of Planned Parenthood, that doesn't matter. All that matters is that Satan's organization was exposed and that cannot be tolerated when the government operates under the premise that good is evil and evil is good. Guaranteed, if this was a pro-abortion group infiltrating a pro-life ministry, we would have never heard about any of it and there would be zero repercussions for the pro-death infiltrators. Guaranteed. Um... And I'm going to read you some reports below that confirm what I just said. In a unanimous decision released last Friday, a three-judge panel of the United States Courts of Appeals for the Ninth Circuit mostly upheld a lower court ruling against the pro-life activists. White-hot hellfire for these appellate judges who are sanctioning evil and wickedness and the lawyers and the attorneys that represent them and perpetuate this. Barely you have your reward in this planet. Barely you do. Some related news items to kind of give you some more perspective about this. Texas judge blocks pro-life group from suing Planned Parenthood for violations of the heartbeat law. So they're just flat out blocking pro-life groups from suing Planned Parenthood. Now Planned Parenthood will get every judgment uh, from any kind of pro-life activist that's peacefully protesting in their halls. And they're not even in the clinic. They're in the halls outside the clinic. They'll, they'll, they'll get millions for that. And they, these people get 11-year sentences and 30 days in the electric chair and, you know, stuff like that. But Texas Judge Block's pro-life group from even suing Planned Parenthood for violations of heartbeat law. Then Planned Parenthood to spend a historic $50 million on midterm elections. Pro-life group calls for action. Then, demonically inspired activists harass pro-life intercessors. These are all different reports you can click on. Uh, this is in the PDF for um, October 31st, 2022, Halloween. 
at contendingfortruth.com, then Christ-Centered Pro-Life Pregnancy Center to reopen after major damage from abortion activists. They like to firebomb these places and, you know, call in all kind of death threats and do those types of things. And it's funny, they're never caught really typically and there's never any repercussions and, you know. But all a pro-life activist has to do is just go there and get, go into the hall outside the, the clinic. Oh, you're obstructing their access to abortion. Somebody might listen to you and not abort their baby. You're going to do tall time. You're going to go to prison for 11 years. We're going to fine you all kind of money. New York Pro-Life Pregnancy Center allegedly firebombed by left-wing group. Investigation launched. Let me, let, me, let me guess. The investigation will come to nothing. Yeah, probably. Then House passes extreme pro-abortion bill to wipe out state pro-life laws and permanently enshrine abortion permanently enshrined roe versus wade so saying's hard at work uh, i'm gonna see here if i want to try to do any more okay um i'm gonna kind of switch gears so i'm gonna go ahead and end this part and we will go to part two next